Hello, CFRC listeners. Welcome to the first episode of The Kingston Curator. I'm your host, Christina Laurie, and here we'll be talking about all things local arts, including music, performance, exhibitions, and more. Today, we'll be going into detail regarding a few select local events, including an opening exhibit at the Tet Center, Artists in Town the upcoming weeks, and the fast-approaching National Youth Choir concert this weekend. I had the pleasure of speaking with Artistic Director Jeffrey Surrett about the National Youth Choir, the Cantabile Choir's organization, the Make the World concert, and more, which you can look forward to later on in this program. To kick things off, the Tet Center has just unveiled the Art of Community, a Tet Tuesday offering. This group exhibition is comprised of works by artists who participate in Tet Tuesday, which takes place the second Tuesday of every month. This is where artists get together for a night of creativity and connection. The exhibition will be available for viewing May 11th to 14th at the Tet Gallery and offers a curated selection of works, showcasing a variety of artistic expressions by this talented group of local artists, including a wide range of mediums. Head to www.tetcenter.org events for more details. Coming up in a few weeks, from June 1st to 4th, KPP Concerts and CFRC 101.9 will be presenting the inaugural Spring Reverb. This is a four-day showcase in celebration of the Kingston music scene, and will feature over 20 acts, including both visiting and local artists, and 10 panels where speakers will dive into the Canadian music scene. Headlining performances will include Pup, Tara Lightfoot, Lowest of the Low, Ambigaze, and Long Range Hustle. In addition to these artists, you'll be able to see some of the best emerging Kingston acts like The Wilderness, Oak Ridge Avenue, 47th, Princess Towers, and many others. Please enjoy a little preview of what you can expect to hear at Spring Reverb with Kill Something by Pup, and afterwards Dancing in the Dive Bars by local Kingston artist The Wilderness.
king of the deadbeats And you're the queen of the cheap seats We're gonna spend all the money that our landlord needs from you and me We'll wear our fanciest clothes and Walk out in the snow and Head north of the main drag where the cab drivers drink alone Let's go dancing in the dark bar On the darkest side of town They got a bomb till a cover band And the play is too loud But I'm getting paid at midnight And all those other bills can wait I'd rather spend my night dancing in the dark bar with you I'd rather spend my night dancing in the dark bar with you She only drinks when she's smoking And that ain't at often At the end of the night I'm 
What you just heard was Kill Something by Pup and Dancing in the Dive Bars by local Kingston band The Wilderness, both of whom you can expect to see at Spring Reverb June 1st to 4th in downtown Kingston. For full information and tickets, visit kppconcerts.com. Pivoting to a one-time event this weekend, we have the National Youth Choir performing at the Spire on Sunday, May 15th at 4pm. The National Youth Choir of Canada is a project of Choral Canada and is Canada's finest youth choir. Truly national in scope, the prestigious choir is made up of singers between ages of 19 and 26. These singers are auditioned from across the country, and this is the first time they'll be performing in Ontario in over a decade, so you definitely don't want to miss this opportunity. You'll hear more about the National Youth Choir and their upcoming show, as well as discussion of Cantabile Choir and their 25th anniversary events coming up in June from Artistic Director Jeffrey Surrett in just a moment. But first, we have a preview of what you can expect from the Youth Choir. This is a song written by Mark Surrett, founder and original Artistic Director of Cantabile Choirs, and originally performed by the National Youth Choir in 2004. This recording is by Cantabile Pro Coro, Cantabile's new ad hoc professional chamber choir from an album released last fall entitled What Sweeter Music? A Cappella Works of Mark Surrett. Enjoy.
today we are lucky to have National Youth Choir alumnus and current Cantabile Choir's Artistic Director Jeffrey Surrett with us to tell us more about the Youth Choir, Cantabile Choirs, and upcoming choral events. All right, so let's get into it. Do you want to tell us about yourself and your involvement with the choir? Um, yeah, my name is Jeffrey Surrett. I'm the Artistic Director of Cantabile Choirs here in Kingston, um, and I'm also an alumni of the National Youth Choir of Canada when I participated, I think in 2004. Awesome. I understand you have a strong family connection with the choir, with um, your father being the founding artistic director. Um, but I was wondering, was the youth choir where you got your start with Cantabile or did you begin elsewhere? Well, my father started Cantabile choirs in 1996 um, after um, working at uh, St. George's Cathedral prior to that. So when he started Cantabile, I was actually a member of the children's choir, believe it or not, mm -hmm. um, and then sort of went into the youth choir, the Cantabile youth choir anyways. Um, and that's when I really started to um, fall in love with singing, started taking some voice lessons. And um, the way that the National Youth Choir works, at least in Ontario, is that Ontario has their own provincial youth choir. And what you would do is if you sang with the Provincial Youth Choir, every two years, they would nominate a quartet from that choir to be representatives um, in the National Youth Choir. So that's how it evolved for me. Um, I, I think in 2003 was my last year in the Ontario Youth Choir. And then I was uh, selected as one of the representatives to go on to the National Youth Choir and um, participated in summer of 2004. Wow, so cool. Yeah, I was definitely wondering um, if there was sort of a continuation of um, maintaining involvement with the choir after being in one group, since how many groups are there? Are there eight? So in Cantabile, there are seven choirs. The, mm -hmm. They start as young as six years old. Um, we have three children's programs, two for youth and two for adults. Wow. And how many members are there? Let me... <laughs> you can give an estimate. Use, That's all right. I'm going to... I'm going to use the pre-COVID numbers because they're far more impressive. <laughs> um, so pre-COVID, I think we're approaching almost 300 members um, because we had so many participants, um, particularly in the children and youth choirs. Now, of course, that's been severely impacted um, by the events of the past couple of years, but um, we're still we're still very um, grateful to have a devoted and um, resilient crew of singers and audience that's continued to support us over the past two years. Yeah, definitely. Such a talented team. I was actually wondering, because um, you guys recently held auditions for the choir, I was sort of wondering what that process looks like, especially with COVID and stuff. Yeah, auditions over the past two years have more or less been an ongoing process. We're kind mm -hmm. of resuming this year into what is sort of a more normal audition process. Um, and auditions ha actually haven't taken place yet. Um, we have some auditions coming up later in June and then also in July. So people can still sign up um, on our website. But um, the process, we're, we've just really been trying to make it as simple as possible. Um, the, actually, our two youngest children's choirs do not require an audition at all. Um, we just uh, we just sort of uh, um, allow people to participate um, on a first come first serve basis, basically, till we're um, at capacity. And for other choirs, it kind of depends on the level of the choir and the kind of um, musical experience and, and aptitude that's required to essentially meet the 
um, the performance requirements. We do a lot of performing and are primarily a, uh, a performing arts organization rather than a music education institute. So um, our primary goal is to get out there, perform for the public um, and do touring. So it's a fairly rigor rigorous performance schedule and mostly we're, we're trying to make sure that um, everyone has sort of the, the, at least the fundamental skills to be able to keep up with, with our performances. Definitely. Yeah. So I guess that sort of explains the making up of the um, performers. I was really wondering also how your artistic team sort of came to be. Are a lot of them alumni or? That's a good question. So, I mean, I certainly came back because I'm an, I'm an alumni. Um, I, I sang for, you know, so many years with Cantabile and I went on actually to perform as a, as a soloist, mostly in opera and um, concert work with symphonies and orchestras. Um, across the country and sort of came back to my roots, so to speak. Um, and then um, music staff is a, is a uh, at Cantabile is a complement of um, people who have been involved in music education in Kingston for a long time. Some of them um, are participants in the adult choirs that then um, teach some of the younger ensembles. Um, and we also have some other sort of leadership positions. Um, Cantabile was actually one of the first organizations in the country to have a um, conducting apprenticeship program that would give um, young aspiring conductors opportunities to um, to help develop their skills in a practical setting. And now we also have some choral scholar positions, which again is there to kind of help um, some aspiring young singers to um, to sing in cantabile and to um, to make a little bit of um, money as they develop some of their professional skills. Yeah, definitely. I was just thinking it's such a great learning opportunity, especially for young folks and the youth choir. I was um, just turning to the youth choir since they have their concert coming up at the end of the week. I was wondering if you could tell us more about this specific group, whether that be on the artistic direction side or in terms of the performers. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So the National Youth Choir um, is not directly associated with Cantabile. The National Youth Choir is run every two years by Choral Canada, which is the um, sort of national association for, um, for choral organizations. And they run a big conference every year that has a lot of performances and professional development opportunities, um, lectures and workshops um, for people in the industry. And so they run this, um, this workshop every two years in sort of a different province. So when I was a member of the National Youth Choir, it was in Manitoba. This year, it is, uh, it is in Ontario. It is in, taking place in Toronto. So all of these singers from the National Youth Choir, um, 40 singers from eight provinces um, across, across Canada, they've all come together um, essentially in preparation for um, this national convention and one of their stops is going to be Kingston where Cantabile will be presenting them. So they're here on um, Sunday, May 15th, I believe um, yep. at 4 p.m. And it's, it's sure to be a fantastic um, program. We're talking about 19, year, 19 to 26 year olds and some of the best singers across the country. 
um, in that age range. So it's a really, it's really exciting um, for these young singers to have the opportunity to come together and build a, um, a really amazing um, ensemble and performance experience um, that will certainly shape their lives and their careers moving forward, but also a really amazing opportunity for Kingston audiences to um, have the opportunity to hear such um, incredible talent passing through our town. Yeah, so amazing. Because I mean, you haven't been touring Ontario in a decade. Is that right? That's right. The National Youth mm-hmm. Choir hasn't been here for um, over a decade again, because because Podium um, takes place in different places across mm-hmm. the country for um, every every couple of years. So I believe, yeah, I believe it's been maybe even over 20 years. Wow. Yeah. So it's definitely a really big opportunity. And um, I was wondering, are, where can people get tickets for the event? People can get tickets um, on our website. It's cantabilechoirs.ca. Um, and they can also just give us a call um, at the office at 613-549-0099. Um, and the concert is taking place at the Spire. That is awesome. Or just shifting a bit to look um, sort of further in the future for Cantabile in Kingston. Um, you have the upcoming 25th anniversary show and that's in June also at the Spire. I was wondering if you could talk a bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited for that show. Um, you know, I think technically speaking, this might be our 26th season, but last year was such a sort of gong show, so to speak. Um, I didn't really count it. So uh, we are calling this our 25th anniversary season and the finale to the season is um, is actually a 25 song medley. So what I did is I actually went back through programs, um, individual concert programs over the last 25 years. And I found 25 songs, um, one from each year that was all written by a Canadian composer. Um, and then uh, we've sort of adapted some of these works to make sort of a I think about a 60 minute long medley that features all of these 25 songs. Um, so it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, it's a great way to kind of, you know, celebrate Cantabile's past by profiling these pieces that are representative of its 25 year long history. Um, and also a great way to sort of, I think, celebrate Cantabile's future in the sense that, you know, things are just starting to open up again as far as choral activity. Kingston is such an important um, choral community and um, there is so much choral activity happening here. So it's really exciting to kind of be able to re-emerge into um, the community and present these performances now that things are, you know, developing into normalcy. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. It feels like such a treat to have you guys twice in less than a month. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's really exciting. So um, our last concert um, features uh, our children's choir, both our youth choirs and our adult choir. Um, and the music is, the music is really fun as well. It's quite, there's a lot of variety of, um, of repertoire on the program. And then we also actually have some alumni coming back um, people who graduated from our youth singers um, and have gone on to create fairly eclectic um, careers in the music industry, not necessarily choral, um, but in, in community outreach and children's music education, in school music, but people who um, 
or for whom Cantabile was a really um, instrumental, uh, pardon the pun, <laughs> uh, <laughs> a, really, um, a really informative musical experience early in their lives that helped them develop passion for music and then go on to pursue further music studies and eventually become music educators themselves. So um, the alumni are going to sing in the concert. Um, there are three of them coming back, but then they're also going to be involved in a little sort of artist chat Q&A prior to the concert to be a great opportunity to learn about how their experiences with Cantabile helped um, shape their, their lives and their careers. Yeah, that's so awesome. Or Sorry, this is circling back a bit. Um, you mentioned a 60 minute medley. Is that like 60 minutes straight or? Pretty much, yeah. Wow. I mean, we basically, you know, we have all these existing works and then the trick was sort of, you know, selecting the right kinds of things so that they would all kind of mesh and, and sort of uh, transition relatively seamlessly one to the next. So yeah, it's pretty much 60 minutes of continuous music. Um, but uh, it's, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. As I say, there's a, there's a really wide variety of, um, of musical styles represented in the program. So. Wow. Yeah. That just caught me by surprise. I've never, <laughs> never heard a song that long. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Me neither. So cool. <laughs> Just to finish off, I was wondering, um, did you have any plugs, social media? Where can people keep up with Cantabile? Cantabile Choirs on Facebook. You can find us there. And we're going to be, um, you know, celebrating the upcoming anniversary concert with um, profiles of composers on our social media channels um, and links to music so people can start to, you know, kind of get excited about all of that um, in, in great anticipation. Awesome. All right. So I think that's all I have for you. Thank you so much for joining me. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for tuning in today to the Kingston Curator on CFRC 101.9. If you're a local organizer or artist and you'd like to get in touch, you can contact me at arts at cfrc.ca.